גמרא בבא קמא ס"ו מסכת תרק הילד להצלחת חיילי סבא לישראל, פדיון השבויים ורפואת החולים, שמעון בן שמחה, דניאל יעקב בן שושנה, להצלחת פולה בת רוזה, שתהנה בעלת בשעה טובה ומוצלחת, אמן. And we begin today's daf on Samechi Amud Bet. And we're going to begin with the words Mikol Makom Kashya. Mikol Makom Kashya is uh, one, two, three, four, five lines from the bottom. What's the question that we have over here? So we learned uh, yesterday that... Um, If you have a, uh, a, a tele, a tele is a sheep and it becomes an ayel, I think it just grows older and becomes an ayel, or an egel and it becomes a shor, so that's considered a uh, shinui, it's considered a change. So, but the Braita said that if you slaughtered that animal subsequently or you sold it, so you pay four and five. Now seemingly if it's considered a change, Why would you pay four and five? We know that the law is that a shinui is koneh. So therefore, technically, when the ganab slaughtered the animal, whose animal did he slaughter? His animal. Why? Because it's a different animal. So the chaurah, if you, if you buy into the fact that shinui is koneh, <coughs> so therefore, why is he hayab to pay? Dalet veheh. So that's the question that, uh, that we have. And the Gebarah says, Amar Sheshat. Amani, who's the author of the Braita? Bechamahi, the Amri Shinui Bimkomo Omedet, Velokani. Interesting. So there's an opinion of Bechamai. And what does Bechamai hold? He says that Shinui does not change the ownership. And therefore, uh, it still belongs to the Nignav. And therefore, when he slaughters it, the Ganav, he's slaughtering the owner's animal that has to, has to pay. Now, where do you see that that Bet uh, doesn't subscribe to the laws of Shinui Kone? So he learns it from a Braita. It says in the Braita, the Tanya. Now, Tanna Be'itna. Now, let's say a person paid for services rendered. He paid a Zona Chitin. He paid her in wheat. Ba'asa'an Solit. And she subsequently grounded it up into uh, flour. Zetim Ba'asa'an Shemin. You paid her in olives and she made oil, anavim, you paid her in grapes, and she made it into wine. So, Tani Chada Asur. One opinion says, she still can't bring that as a korban. So we have a law that says, you're not allowed to bring the payment that you give a zona to pay for a korban. So even though the payment that was changed, it doesn't matter according to this opinion, you still cannot bring it. But Tani Chada, another opinion says, no, mutav. Uh, no, it's not the item that you paid on. Therefore, you can bring from it a korban. V'amad of Yosef. So the Yosef answered the contradiction in these two brightos, because one brighta says asur, one brighta says mutar. Tani Goryon de Me'aspork. It's the name of a place. Bet-Shamay Osrim. Oh, so what does Bet-Shamay hold? Bet-Shamay says it's asur u betilel matinim. Now, what's the logic of Bet-Shamay? Because Bet-Shamay obviously holds that he doesn't look at the shinui as a shinui. And therefore, it's still considered the same item, even though you change it. He doesn't recognize the shinui. And the Gemara says, 
What's the reason of Bet Shammai? So it says, actually, as a pasuk, when it comes to Etnan Zona, it says, Toavat Hashem Elohecha, Gam Shenehem. It says the word Gam. So what does Gam come to include? That not only the actual item that you gave the Zona is not subject, uh, uh, fit for a Korban, but even the Shinui. So the Gemara asks, What does Betelel say? Betelel says it's permissible. Because he's Doresh the word Hem. The Pasuk says, uh, Shinehem. And what does Shinehem come in uh, and teach me? Shinehem meaning only these items, Velo Shinuyehem, and not if they were changed. So one rabbi, Bet Shammai, learns the word Gam, and Bet learns the word Hem. Or Bet Shammai, what does he do with the word Hem? Ha'u Hem, Velo Veladotehem, It comes and tells me only the item that you paid and not the offsprings. You can learn both things from the hem. So then the Gemara asks, But what does Betelel do with the word gam, which is inclusive, which is coming, it should say like Betelel, meaning also the Shinui. And the Gemara says, Gam the Betelel Kasha. You're right, that's a Kasha. So it comes out a very, very fascinating Gemara. The Gemara is saying that how do you know, or whose opinion is it by Geneva that Shinui is not Koneh? The opinion is Bechamai. And where do you see Shinui is not Koneh? Because we have a Gizrat Katuv by Etnan Zona. And the question of Tosafot is maybe really Shinui is Koneh, and the only reason why Etnan Zona is because we have a Gizrat Katuv that says, Gam, that means just because you see by Etnan that even if it changes, it's still considered like the original item, because obviously Shinui is not going to impact Etnan, but that's because you have a Gizrat Katuf. Gam. And therefore, who told you that just because we have a Gizrat Katuf by Etnan, that applies even to Geneva? Maybe Etnan is the exception. And Tosfor answers, but no. Since you had two ways to learn the Pasuk of Vietnam, you could have learned it like Betelel that says, Hem Veloshinu Yehem. Therefore, it must be that really Bet Shammai holds in principle that Shinui is not a factor. And that's why, not only by Geneva, but by other places. If he held by Geneva, Shinui is Koneh, he would have learned like Betelel, because you have an option. So he didn't have an option to learn. There was a way to learn Itnan as well. The fact that he opted to learn Gam, that, that means that that's his Shita, not only by Etnam, but even by Geneva itself. So now we learn the new law, that according to Bet Shammai, Shinui Enokone. And that, the Braita that said that if you stole an item that was a, 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 a Tele, and then it grew up into an Ayil, even though that's a Shinui, and even though... Uh, normally we would say and therefore if he subsequently slaughtered it, you would not have to pay you would because so the Gemara comes along and says yesterday's staff we had a mahlok between Rabbi El'a and Rabbi Hanina which means the mahlok in yesterday's staff was that is this type of a shinui of a tele and becoming an ayil or an egel and becoming a short according to the Hanina, that's considered 
according to Rav Chanina, we said that's not considered a shinui. According to Rav Eli, it was considered. So that's a semantic argument by an ayil and a, and, and a tler. Is that considered a shinui or not? Fine, put that machlokan on the side. However, but regarding the payments, but everybody, mashma, that the ganav pays the kefir and the arbaba hamisha according to the, what it was worth at the time that he stole it. How do we know the diktani? Because it says in the Braita, Mishalem Tashtume Kepel, Bitashtume Arbaaba Hamisha, Ke'en Shiganav. Now that's a problem. Because we learned on yesterday that, that Rav said that when it comes to Tashtume Kepel, you pay not Ke'en Shiganav, but you pay Bish'at Amada Bedin. You pay according to what it is at the time of the, at the time that you go to court. But here it's Mashma that the payment is done at the time of the Geneva. Lema Tehveti Yufta. That's a question that Rav cannot argue on the bright up. No, maybe he can. Anyway, the Gemara says a new interpretation which adds to what we said yesterday. It depends how the Ganav is willing to pay. If he's going to pay actually in sheep, which is the actual item that he stole, so then already he pays kara. He pays to what the sheep is worth at the time that he stole it. However, if he's not paying back in sheep, and he's going to pay back in money, then the deen is he pays kemeakshah. So there's a difference between how he's going to make the payment. And as she says, kara. Kilomar, so in the third down. Ba le shalem tilaim kidemikara sagi de tere ganab utle mishalem. Since that's what he stole and that's what he's paying back, so therefore you pay back according to what you stole. But once already you're paying money, so then already that's not the item that you stole anymore, so then the deen is according to Rab, you pay back according to the Sha'am of the Ahmadam Bedim. So I give Aram Mitaresim. That's only talking about where he's paying back. You have to assess the animal to see how much it's worth and then turn it into money. And since the price fluctuated from the time that he stole it to what it is now, so you pay according to what it is now, that's what we learn from the Basuk. If he's paying back money, then already it's ke'en shiganav, even though it's, let's say, a cheaper price, because that's bottom line what he stole, and therefore that's what he can pay. So that's a, a new, a new, uh, a new uh, uh, condition to the deen of Rav. If the Be'emar is not around and he wants to pay money, how do we assess the value based on the market? I guess, yeah, I guess you have no choice, yeah. That would be a good question. Uh, if it's not around anymore, so how, do you, how do you know what he pays who says, who says you have to, uh, you can assess anything. Okay, we learned this already. So you have a gazlan, and there's a shinui, so he's kone ketiva. We have a pasuk, metanina, we have a bashna. Ketiva, the pasuk that we have is what? Peshi, but the gazela, asher gazal. 
says, and you will return the gezela that you stole. Obviously, you say veshiv the gezela. Asher gazal. Matamu domar. What are those extra words? Asher gazal. Im ke'en she gazal yazir. That if the item is still intact, so then you return it. Ve'imla, but if it changed, damim be'alma be'eshedume. He only has to pay money. Why? Because he was koneh be'eshinui. And therefore, since he was koneh be'eshinui, he only has to compensate the nignav with money. So that's the pasuk in the Torah that teaches us shinui koneh. Tanina, where's the Mishnah? Tanina, let's go with the one we had with the Zanah. The Zonah is teaching us Shinui Enokone. Koi Tebet Shamayim. Yeah, but that's not the source maybe for, 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 for Geneva. Obviously, he must have had a source for Geneva, and that's why he learned maybe Etan Zonah like he learned. But this is the source. Gemara comes along and says, Gemara um, comes along and says, we have a Mishnah. What does it say in the Mishnah? Tanina. So a guy stole wood, and he turned the wood into kelim. Or well, he stole wool, and he turned the wool into begadim. So basically he pays money. Why doesn't he uh, just give back the item? No, because he's koneh the item. Because he made a change in the item. So therefore you see what? That a shinui is koneh. We have another case. The law is the shita gez. What is the shita gez? That if you have a certain amount of wool, you have to give the first shearings to the kohen. Lawyers speak. Let's say you didn't uh, have a chance to give it to the uh, kohanim yet. And what happened? And you ended up dyeing the uh, the wool. Patur. Why are you patur? Because it's not wool anymore. It's a different item. You were konet. And therefore you see again, from the love of Shita Gez, that Shinui is Kone. Alma, Shinui Kone, Rashi. Rashi says, Shinui Kone, Hecha Deshani Lehu Biyadayim, where you actually made a Shinui with your hands, manually. Peshita led the Medeoraita, Vadaikana. That's for sure from the Torah, you Kone. Vichim Mahadar, when you return it, Lo Ba'ela Hadurinu, you don't have to return the actual item. Let's say wool and you made it into a shirt. Okay, when you get to Yush now, that's going to be a safek. We'll get to Yush in a minute. Now look at the next Rashi. You didn't get a chance to give the Rashi to the Kohen until you uh, before you painted it, patur, bereshit agez, dekanya b'shinui. Now the hadush over here is va'afilu damim lo meshalem. You can't even, you don't even have to pay the kohen money in that case. Why? The end kohen yachod nazmino bedin, because who said that you're going to give it to that kohen? You could always push him off and say, I was giving it to somebody else. So there were no single kohen has the claims on bereshit agez. The yachod omar. Right, but before you painted it, whoever grabbed it can keep it if he's a Kohen, because it is indeed the Shitagir. So therefore we have a Pasuk and we have a Mishnah. Now the Gemara's question is Yeush. What is Yeush? 
let's say a person stole an item, and the guy who you stole from made yush. What does yush mean? He gave up. That's it. He's uh, he said that's it. I'm not going to find it. Vayli the hasron kis kapara. So do we say that yush is kone? Amri rabbanan denikni. Some say that yeah, it's nikni. The gazar is kone. But we don't know the uh, the level. Which means we don't know if it's koneh, like a shinui, or maybe Yehush is only koneh, so the Gemara says, But if it's deoraita, it would be like a lost object. What's the law? What's the lean of a lost object? Motse abeda lav kevan demiya esh mara mine mekame de titilia de kanele. What's the law if you found the lost object after the guy made yush? That means when it came to your hand already, the owner already had made yush. The law is kevan demiya esh mara kanila. So what do you see from there? Alma kani. So you see what? That Yehush is Koneh, just like by Avedan, who are deemed by Kisela. Or Dilmao, maybe no. Lo damya la Avedan. It's not similar to Avedan. Why? Avedan hu dikhi ataliyadeh beheterat yadiliyadeh. The Avedan came to your hands beheter. You were allowed to pick it up. And therefore, that's what we're going to say, Yehush is Koneh. Abal hai, but this guy who was a gazlan, keman de beisura ataliyadeh, since he picked it up, so therefore, which means the Gemara is saying over here that there's a big distinction between a Gezerah uh, and an Aveda. Maybe the reason why Aveda is a Koneh is because when he picked it up, he picked it up Beheted. I'm allowed to pick up an Aveda. So especially if the guy made Yehush already, and I picked it up, so the Torah says, you could keep it. Masha'ikan by Gezela, when he picked it up, he was a Gazlan. And therefore, even if he made Yehush first, even if the guy made Yehush first, still it's a Gezela. It's not a Abeda. Because if he made Yehush first, why should it be. Uh, it's still Gezela. No, you, you don't. You don't, you don't you, the guy's Kabbalah is to pick it up. Uh, as, as long as he didn't make Yehush when he picked it up. No, but Abeda, you were allowed to pick it up. You're not allowed to pick it up. This guy doesn't know whether he made Yehush or not. He's picking it up, he's picking it up with Kavanah to be Gozer. And the Gebra is saying that, 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 that that's the distinction. Look at Rashi. How would you know, by the way, if the guy made Yehush or not? Let's say it was an Abedah that you found coming down a river. So the guy knows he's not going to find it. It's lost, not only to him, but lost to everybody. The only time you have to return an Abedah when it's lost to the owner. But at least other people can find it. When it's going down a river... Where it's lost to everyone. Alma Kani. The Hakam Begezela, the Ateliyadem Mekame Yehush. Now, in this case over here, it's 
Steve, to answer your question. As she says, it's a case where the Gezerah came to his hands before Yehush, the Hadar a Yehush, and then he made Yehush afterwards. Sagileh bedami. Maybe I will say it's enough for him to pay money. The question over here is, what, what are you talking about? The Gemara just said that there's this distinction between Aveda and Gezela. Aveda came to his hands better. If we're talking about a case where a guy picked up the Gezela before Yehush, it came to his hands, be sued. So therefore, what's the comparison to Aveda? How are we even comparing it to Aveda? The Gemara wants to say initially that maybe it's like an Aveda. Keman de Miyaesh. But it's not similar. And then the Gemara says, no, or Dilma, or maybe we'll say what? It's not similar to Aveda. Why? Because Aveda, he picked it up already. When it came to Geneva, or Gezela, because he picked it up before. But I understand. How are you learning from Aveda? The only time Aveda is Koneh is only when he picked it up after Yehush. And here we want to say that what? That maybe by Gezela it'll be Koneh even before Yehush? Your source is, 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 is Aveda. So we have to see exactly how this question is being, is being learned over here. So he says over here, he says over here like this. He says over here like this. Which means, The question is, by Aveda, if it was before Yehush, it's not Kone. So how can you say what? Is it going to be better than Aveda? So he says, Let's say he found the object before Yehush. He has to return it. You might not have to return the actual money. item itself. You can get away with money. So there is a Kenyan, even by Abeda Kodim Yehush. What's the Kenyan of Abeda Kodim Yehush? I'm Kone. I have to pay money. So therefore, it's possible that I could say when he picked it up before you, she's Kone the item, but he might just have to pay back money. So that, that would be the analogy to uh, Abedah. That's the way Tosfot uh, uh, learns over here. Fine. So he says over here, Omnam nedat rishonim rabim. According to other rishonim, there's a different way of learning this Kemala. Ela she techila yesh lebael, lefishi tatam, why doesn't Yush work by an Aveda if he picked it up before Yush? What's the difference? So he says, he explains the reason. When we say Yush takes away the ownership, 
It's only when the chafetz is lost. But chafetz and nimsa, tachat yada ba'anim ebrushutam, ena yehush mu'id lachshiva kefken. When it's being held by somebody, yehush already cannot make it ownerless. Ve'apa pishi yakon adam nafkir chafetz. I can make hefken on something that's not in my reshut. That's only when you say hefker. You're not saying it's hefker. I can't find it anymore. doesn't make it hefker. Only when it's not in anybody's ownership. It's being watched by somebody. So therefore this opinion holds that Yehush cannot work when somebody is if the guy found it and then the use took place, it's not going to work. Because bottom line, it's being held in a protected place. I got to watch the chafetz for that guy. But however, very good now. But by gizela. When I'm holding the gezela, I'm not holding it for you. When I'm holding a gezela, I'm removing it from you. So therefore, a yush can work even after the fact. Because the whole reason why yush doesn't work by abeda is because why the shomer abeda is holding it for you. So therefore, you cannot make yush when it's in your uh, possession, so to speak. Unless you make mifurush hefker, but yush is not mifurush hefker. Yush, no, it's being watched for you. When, 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 when a gazlan's holding an item, he's holding it for the for, 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 for the nixal? No, he's holding it for himself. So therefore, it's like it's not in his reshut. It is not in his, And that's why Yehush can work even... Yehush makes have kid only in gazelan. Exactly. Exactly. Yehush can only work when it's out of the owner's reshut. Physically or that nobody's watching it for him. So therefore, Ba'avadah won't work. But by gazelan, since already he was removed from his reshut... Even the Yehush can work. So once you learn like that, it's very good. And as I'll read you in the Lashon, he says, um, I'm going to return it to you. It's not considered lost to the owner. And if Yehush is no good, I'm not returning it to you. So if it's Avu to you, and it was just avud to you, so therefore it's considered as if uh, 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 it's not mine anymore, and therefore I can make a... So now let's go back to the question. That's, that's the famous way of learning this Gemara. It's a beautiful way of learning it. So we go back. The Gemara's question is, does Yehush work by Gezela? What's the case again? I found, and I found, I stole an item. And subsequently after I stole the item, the owner is made Yehush. So the Gemara wants to say... Well, uh, by, by Avedah it works. So maybe by uh, Gizela it should work as well. The other side of the coin is, no, maybe not. Maybe by Avedah it works because it came to my hands, Behetev. But by Gizela, at the end of the day, it came to my hands, Behisur, and therefore maybe Medoraita Yush will not be, only Medrabanat it will work. Everybody's agreeing it works. The question is how much... Which level? Now, what would the reason why we would say Yehush would work with Rabbanam? For the famous law that's called Takanat Shavim. What is Takanat Shavim? We want to make it easy for the Ganab to make the Shuvah. And therefore, you know, sometimes the Ganab is going to take the item and use the item and spend the item. And now he's not going to be able to make 
Teshuvah. So therefore, the Achamim came along and said, you know what? You couldn't have the item. Just pay back money. So therefore, it's going to be sort of a rabbinical item for Tekarot. So she says, Shelo yetzarik la'azol ha'ara gizela atzma. You know, especially, I don't know, let's say, he stole the item and he built it in his house. I don't know, now you have to think of his whole house apart. So therefore, they try to make it easier for the Ganav to make Teshuvah. So therefore, it could be rabbinically, Yehush will work. That's the Gemara's question. So again, the she'ela is, is Yehush koneh mid'oraita ba'ya gazlan, or mid'rabbanam? Rabbi Yosef amal Yehush eno koneh, ve'afidu mid'rabbanam. Oh, so look at that. He says, it's not koneh, and if you stole it, and then the guy made Yehush, you got to return the actual item. Etibay Rabbi Yosef l'rava, gazal la'hametz, ve'avar alav ha'pesach. So the guy basically stole Hametz. And now what? Pesach came and went when it was still in the hands of the Gazlan. Now that's already called Hametz Sha'aban Alab a Pesach. And what's the value of it? It's worthless because it's going Anyway, when Pesach is over, he could go to the guy and tell him, Here it is. And therefore, uh, this nezek uh, that happened over here, uh, it became a surbahana, is a hezek she'enonikan. That's right. What do we learn? The nun 53. Right, the Nigerian. So therefore, uh, that's a hezek she'enonikan. Because it's not noticeable. The hamez looks exactly like the same. It's just uh, something that's not apparent. So the deen is that she says, Hadeshul Khalifan, Khalifanashi, Be'en, Kemochiu. The section on the card, who? So the Gemara says, Now let's give the case. What happens when Pesach comes? The owner says, For sure he, he, he gives up hope. That's it, it's over. And therefore, what's going to happen? Because he knows that Subhanah. So therefore he has no purpose. He has, he has no use for this Hametz anymore. So for sure, right before Pesach comes, he makes Yush. So what's the case? It's the case of a gazlan. And after the gazela yehush took place, and what did it say? So, if you say yehush is koneh, why do you have to say here's the hametz back? He should have to pay him back money. Which if you're saying yehush is koneh, why should he be able to say here's your hametz back? He was koneh the hametz. Eli should have to compensate him back, uh, which means the value of the Hametz at the time of the Gezela. If you say he wasn't Koneh, he could say, take your Hametz back. But if you say he was Koneh, so then, now who's the Hametz belong to? To the thief. Okay, now but I got to pay you back for what I stole at the time that I stole it. So the Gabbara is bringing it out. ki ka'amina ana. Exactly, which is, I was talking about a case where the owner makes Yehush and the Gazlan has Kavana to be Koneh. That was my question, that maybe Yehush works. Well, that would be a question. He's, he stole it. He's, he wants to be Koneh. He doesn't want to be Koneh Hamed because he knows Hamed is nothing. He knows he can't benefit from Hamed. You're right, but he doesn't want to be Koneh. Even if 
שינוי will work automatically. אבל ייאוש, And in this case over here, he doesn't want to be Koneh. Why? And now we're at, So therefore, he has no need to be Koneh in this case. What do I do with it? I can't do anything with it. So therefore, when was I saying that Yehusha's be Koneh is only when on the Gazlan side has Kavanah to be Koneh? In this case over here, the Gazan never had Kavanah to be Koneh. What's his benefit to be Koneh? He can use this Muhammad anyway. He's a Subhanah. So therefore, you know what? I'll just give it back. So therefore, Adabah, and if I don't get, if I'm not Koneh, I gotta give back money. So I won't be Koneh, just give it back to him. So, it's only Pesach. It's still on Pesach. You're right, but once Pesach comes, so that day when he was uh, when he was able to use it, uh, let's say in a Pesach, you know, he, he he's koneh. He can't be just koneh. What do you mean he's koneh? He stole it. But there was no Yehush yet. Yehush doesn't somebody. hit until Pesach. Uh-huh. So the Yehush. So had to make Yehush before. Exactly. The only Yehush only makes Yehush on Pesach. Once Pesach comes, I can't benefit from the city. Yeah. And at that moment over there, you want to say, oh, the Yehush will be koneh to the Gazan. He don't want to be koneh either. Because that's Subhanah. In that case, in the Kharami, I agree, Yehush is not Kuneh. I always said Yehush is only Kuneh when it's, it's mutual. You have a Yehush on the owner's son, and you have a Kinyan on the Gazlan's son. Right. Eti Ben. So now the Gemara has a question. Gemara has a question. Very interesting stuff there. The Gemara has a question. Eti Ben Abayel Rabbah. What's the question? Korbano. That's a question by a korban ola. So we learn over here that it's got to be your korban, velo hagazul, but not a korban that's stolen. Hechidame. Idemaf, we're talking about where the gazlan was magdisha behema that was stolen. Nifneyeush. Obviously, damalikira. Peshita. Obviously, it's a stolen animal. Uh, you, you don't have to tell me that you cannot use such an animal for a, uh, a korban. The hikdash won't even be hal. Can it be magdish, something that doesn't belong to you? Uh, she says, uh, gazul, not yet. But I says, Ella, the case is talking about what? That the owners made yush. And still it's saying what? You can't be magdishit. Shmami na yush lokani. The guy stole the korban. The owner subsequently made Yehush, and we're still saying what korbano velo gazul. So you see why Yehush is not koneh begezela. Question on Raba. Amale Raba. So Amale Raba. Raba comes along and answers uh, and tells Abaye, because that's Abaye's question. V'letamech haditanya. What are you going to do? With the following b'raita, we have another b'raita by Mishkav Azav. Abotai, what is Mishkav Azav? Mishkav Azav is what a zav sits on. So it says the pasuk Mishkavo v'tame adarev. So we learn over here that a Mishkav Azav, what he sits on, um, does not become avatumah uh, only if it was his Mishkavo, uh, only if it's his. Item that he, that he sat on. Velo gazul, as opposed to sitting on something that was stolen. What does the Mishkabo teach me? Mishkabo teaches me it has to be his item. But let's say the Zab sat on 
a stolen item, it's not going to make it avatuma. Hechidame. What's the case? Ilema de gazal amra ve'adim mishkam. If it's the where he stole wool and he made a a couch out of it, and the pasuk is coming to tell me mishkavod that it does not become tameh. That's a shinui maaseh. For sure it's koneh. For sure it's his. When you take wool and you turn it into a couch, you own it. And therefore that cannot be the case of, of, of Gezen. Because in that case over there, it's his couch. What makes it his couch? The shinui. So Ela must be the case. He stole the couch of his friend. And uh, therefore what? So it's Gazul. Therefore, it's become an Avatumah. And now the Gemara comes along and says, and what the case must be talking about? And therefore what? Hachanameh. So here too also, the Gazal Korban, the Habreh. Then I'll say, he stole the Korban of Israel, which means it was already a Korban. Which is just like in the case of the Zav. I'm talking about where you stole already a couch. I'll say again. So to over, we're talking about you stole already a korban. The Gemara said, what's the case of a stolen korban? So the Gemara, oh, if it's talking about where you stole the animal, and then you made it egdesh, how could you make egdesh on a stolen animal? I don't need a pasuk for that. No, the case is talking about where you actually stole a korban. Right. Similarly, like when you stole the couch. The Gemara over had a similar case. Oh, you must have stole wool and you made it a couch. Now that can't be because that would be Shinui. And then you stole the finished product. So just like in the case of the Mishkav, it's where you stole the finished product. I can learn the case of the Korban is where you stole the finished Korban. And that's the Idush of the, of the, uh, of the, uh, of the Braita. That when you stole the uh, Korban, already it's considered Gezel. And therefore, you're not going to be able to use it. Read Rashi. Vazetanya, Gabe Zab, Mishkavo, Ish Ashin Yigabe Mishkavo, Kisrat Katuf, Tsigazak, Neotzi Eta Mishkava Gazul, Sheeno Nasa Abatuma, the Tame Adam. Mika the Mandamat, Hadmani Amore Shinui Lokanef, who was talking about where he made a couch out of it, but so he's called it. The only Mahlogan is Yehush, not by Shinui, Ela de Gazal Korban de Hadre, Shehigdish Hadero. Here's the case. His friend already consecrated the animal. And really, it's what? Before Yehush. The Sadiq Lashmi'inan. The Hadush of the Mishnah of here is the Eno Olel Ratzon Klal Ba'afinu Leba'arim Arishonim. That's the Hadush. That if you bring this Korban, it won't even be a Korban for the owners. It won't even be a Korban for the owners. Which is even though it was before Yehush, uh, it's the Hadush. So the, the, we had a question. If it's before Yehush, what's the, what's the Hadush over here? You can't even consecrate it. No, it was consecrated already. Okay, so it was consecrated already. So therefore, you stole it. What's the Hadush? Of course, you cannot use a stolen animal for a Korban. No, the Hadush is it's not going to even be a Korban for the, for the original owner. But you have no ra'ayah that Yush is not koneh. It, 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 it could be that what? That really according to the, uh, 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 the other rabbis, we're going to say that what? Yush is koneh. But you have no ra'ayah in this case, because it's before Yush. 
However, the voyush had he consecrated? No, it's consecrated already. Okay, so what's the hadush of the, of, of the statement? That it's not going to be even oleh for the original owners. Beautiful. That's the way that she learns. Im no korban mukdash. Consecrated already. And the pasuk is saying, The guy stole a korban. A korban. So is there a problem of consecration? No. So then I can say, see, we're talking about before Yehush. And what is the deen? You cannot bring it as a korban. But for you, for sure not. It's stolen. The douche is even for the original owners. Is that, but you have no ra'ayah. Maybe if he made Yehush, it's koneh. You have no ra'ayah. In this case, it's talking about where it was not Yehush. We have no question against Rabbah. Okay. Itimer. We have another question. Abba Yehud Rabbi Yosef. Mishnah Masechet Kedim, Orot Shel Baalabayit. You have uh, leather, skins, that the Baalabayit uses it to sell. Mahshabam Metamatam. Now we know that uh, uh, um, skins, as they are, are not Mikabel Tum'ah. However, if you're a salesman, I'm sorry, if you're a Baalabayit, and you bought these uh, 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 skins, uh, you didn't buy them to sell, you buy them to use, so the machshaba to use it as a rug, or a, or a cover, or whatever it is, that already makes it a keli, and therefore makes it susceptible to tum'ah. However, shil'abdan, but if you're a tanner, and machshaba mitam'atam, the machshaba of the owner, is not going to uh, make it tamir, because he can change his mind. Which means maybe the uh, 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 he's going to sell it for a different purpose, and the the kone is going to use it for something else. A balabayit his machshava is final. Masheikin a merchant a seller his machshava cannot make it. Tamikos could be the buyer is going to want to use it for something else, and then it's up to the buyer, not the seller. Shel ganav, but if you let's say a ganav machshava mitamatam. His machshava can bring it to Tum'ah. Shel gazlan, en machshava metam'atan. Rabbi Shimon omen chiluf tevarim. Shel gazlan machshava metam'atan. Shel ganav, en machshava metam'atan. Lefi, shelo nityashua be'alim. The reason why uh, the machshava of a gazlan or a ganav, depending on whatever opinion you're going like, the reason why his machshava does not bring it to Tum'ah is because the owners are not so now you see what? That only because the owners did not make Yehush. But learn from here that what? That Yehush alone would be Koneh. Let's read Rashi in these cases. Now we'll get more clarity. Read Rashi. Machshava mitama'atam. Balabayit. Eno asui lemokhran. Balabayit doesn't sell his leather. Ve'osimen mitot. He makes beds from it. Dlupkaot. Is like uh, uh, coverings or, sh- or tablecloths. That's also a, a type of covering on a table. Once already he, he thinks about what he's going to use it for a purpose. He doesn't need to do anything to it. He doesn't need to, to cut it. Already his machshava can make them susceptible. Not, not that they become tamer. They become susceptible to tumah. Abdan, Abdan, a tanner. 
העשוי למכור, אין מחשבתו מטעמאתו. דוד ממליך, sometimes he changes his mind, הוא מזבן, ואלוקי יעשה ממוספק שוז. So therefore, it's a change of כוונה. ועדיין לא נגמרה מלאכתם, and they're not ready to פשוז, you need to actually cut them up. So therefore, the מחשבה of a tablecloth of the salesman is not going to make it טמא. Because could be he's going to take his mind off it, but guys, you know what, I want it for shoes. I'll sell, I'll sell it for shoes. And therefore, the, the machshava is not final when it comes to a salesman. Now, shel ganav, machshava to metama'am. How does the machshava ganav? Dekaninu biyush. Oh, here it is. Because he was koneit with the yush of the owners. Dekasamar stam geneva yush parim. The machshava over here is, is geneva yush or gezela yush. So one logic says, Stam Genevaz Yehush. Why? He doesn't know who to, who, to, who to go to. He goes home, he got stolen. He has no idea who the guy is. He doesn't have cameras. So therefore, Stam Ganav, he makes Yehush because he doesn't know who to claim. That's why the Ganav is more of a Yehush case. Veshel Gazlan, en machshiva mitam, v'afagav shehashem alim nizbal shemuk hashlom melacha, the Gazan had a mind to use it as a cover, where he doesn't need to do anything to it, to cover his horses or whatever it is. Because he knows who the guy is. Since Gazan is, he stole it in front of him. He'll find it. I'll find it. I know the guy. So therefore, I'm not Mia'esh. So therefore, since you're not Mia'esh, so therefore, the, it's not your item to make it susceptible to Tumah. And the other rabbi says, Kiduf Tebarim. Why? סתם גזלה איכא יוש, תקמן דלה, עיני גזלה מיניה איניש, עלמה, 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 זה פתאום, זה בולי. This guy, he grabbed it from you. So I'm not getting it, he's got a mafia. גזלן is a bully, עלמה. So therefore, הגנב is a scary cat. So therefore, I'm not going to be here, I'm going to find the guy. Maybe there's witnesses. אבל סתם גנבה, ליקה יוש, תסתובב בשכחה לא לגנב, לא פעם לגנב. That's a malokit in psychology. Is a guy more scared, is a guy more hopeless in a ganav case or more hopeless in a gazan case? Exactly. But we all agree that what? We all agree that יוש is קונה. And that's why either the ganav or the gazlan, his מחשבה will work. Because the owner made יוש. Oh, so you see what? Yehush is Koneh. So that's a question against Av Yosef. Because Av Yosef is the opinion that said Yehush is not Koneh. Amaleh. Aha, b'may askinan. Kegon shekitzan. What are we talking about over here? That he cut the leather over here on its borders in order to straighten them out. And then he had Kavanah to use it for a certain item. Oh, in this case over here, we have what's called Shinui Maaseh. It's exactly. It's not only Yehush. Which is maybe Yehush alone is not Koneh. But here the Ganav actually, he did something. Also, well, Yehush with a Shinui, I agree. I was talking Yehush, Kedi, Yehush alone. Read that she. Chik Ketzan. Dromer. Good? Yehush alone, no. One more point about that. 
מתקיף לערבה ברב חנן, והלא אסבה שאנו כאן. מה זה אסבה? This Mishnah that we're learning over here is talking about regarding this leather that he stole, that he was using it for esba, meaning a tablecloth. Esba is a tablecloth. And what do we know about tablecloths? You don't need to cut them. It's a piece of leather. You just throw it on the table. Ve'esba in sidicha kitsua. So how could you learn the cases to go out with the ganav, cut the edges of it? You don't need to cut the edges of it over there. And the deen is that now, kol makom she'en chesron melacha, if it's not lacking melacha, machshaba metamato, the machshaba will immediately bring it to its susceptibility. Yes, chesron melacha, en machshaba metamea. And uh, if it's chesron melacha, if it's missing melacha, en machshaba the chutz mena esba. Because even though the table, you might cut it to make it nice on the edges, but since it's usable, you don't need to cut it. It'll still become uh, susceptible. So therefore, that's not really... Con- so you didn't do anything over it. It's, it's, it should be considered... You can't tell me where you made a... Uh, 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 you, you cut it. You didn't have to cut it in order to, 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 to make it uh, uh, susceptible here. Kitsua is not needed in order... It's only a beauty to make it nice. So we're talking about as is. Ush, and therefore that teaches whether Yehush is? Kone, that's a question against Rav Yosef. Beautiful. I say again. Rav Yosef says what? That Yehush is not Kone. Oh, what do you mean Yehush is not Kone? We just said that the Ganav who steals these uh, leathers, his Mahshaba brings it to Tumah. And it must be talking about where the guy made Yehush. And therefore it belongs to the Ganav. And therefore his, his Mahshaba... So Rabbi Yosef said, no, 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 we're talking about the way where he did a maaseh. Oh, maaseh, Yehush and a maaseh, different. But the Gabbara said, no. The Mishnah right before this was talking about a tablecloth, so we could assume that this Mishnah is also talking about a tablecloth. And guess what? Mm-hmm. A tablecloth, even though you might make a maaseh to make it pretty, you don't need the maaseh to, to, to make it maaseh. So then we were talking about a case where there was no maaseh, and still what did it say? It's, he's able to do it. It's susceptible. No, but out of Maaseh. And what do you have only here? Yeah. Ush. So then that teach me Yehush is? Konet. That's a question against Rav Yoh. Sef. Fantastic. So Gemara says, look at Rashi, just to get to Rashi's over here. V'halo esba shanuka. Shehashab alen esba dulbiki. That's uh, the table close. She'okhlin alav. Okay, she wants to go take it. Let's take a lap table. V'esba eno tzidika kitsua. the <laughs> 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 <laughs
This question he had for 22 years, he was asking him this question. Talk about a, a question, took a long time to ask a question. Couldn't answer it. Until Rabbi Yosef became the Rosh Hashiva after Rabbi died, and then already he got an answer. What was the answer? Shinui Hashem ke shinui maasedame. Hadush. A shinui Hashem, when an item goes to a name change, that's like a shinui maase. What's the reason? Shinui maase maitama hatam meikara etzim. Ashtakiri. So initially it was one item, it was etzim, and now it's a keli. Shinui Hashem nameh. Originally, what do you call the leather? Leather. And now you call it a tablecloth. And therefore, the reason why the ganav is able to bring it to susceptibility is not because of Yush. It's Yush v'shinui Hashem. There was a shinui over here. What was the shinui? The name of the item. Exactly. What was it called originally? Height. And now what is it called? Tablecloth. Table Tablecloth. Rabbi, is it... Is the owner it, did that. No. no. The Gazlan, He's when he stole it, he stole or. Now his Machshabah ah, turned it into so a table. So it's called it. a tablecloth. So he was Koneb B'Shinu Yashem. Not Yush. Let me read that sheet for a second. Abarzin. Hu Itzba. It's another word for Itzba. It's a synonym for Itzba. Bilshon Arami. Abal Yush Gereda. Law, but Yehush alone, no. So that was the answer that he got after 22 years. So the Gemara comes along and says, one more point. What about, that it? Yes. What about it? If in the owner's mind it's still a hide, doesn't matter, but he was Cornet. Just like if, if he painted it, he would be Cornet. So I, my Mahshava changed the name. So he's saying Shinui Hashem is like a Shinui Maaseh. We would all agree if he cut it, and it was a necessary right, right, right. cutting, so changing the name is the same thing. It's a Hadush. Now the Gibran has one more point. What's a Merish? A beam. The Ika Shinui Hashem. Why? When you stole it, it's called Keshura. When you put it in the uh, building, it changes its name. When it gets part of the roof, it's called a roof. Utnan, ala merish, we don't have to gitin. On 55, the Yohanan ben Gungoda said what? Ala merish, agazul, shebenao, bebira. You stole a merish, and you put it in the building, shenotel damav. You don't have to pay back the merish. We said you pay back money. Mepnesh takanat shavim. Because otherwise, how's it going to make, make teshuvah? He's not going to knock down his building. So then we made it easier for him to make teshuvah. We said, you know what? Just pay. Now the Gemara says, wait, why do you got to come on to Takarat Shavim? Just say, he, it went to a name change. It was originally called Merish, and now it's called Talila. Forget about Takarat Shavim. Just say, he was called with a name change. Ta'amam Takarat Shavim. What happened to the name change? Do me a favor, 
a merish is a merish. It's always called a merish. Wherever you put it, it's called it. The Tanya, when Yehazkel was talking about the Beit HaMikdash HaShilishish, Yibaneh B'merabi Yamenu, so it says over there, Salot HaBayit. Salot HaBayit is what? I guess the, the beams of the house. Elu HaMaltetin. That's referring to the, I guess what, the window panes? Those casings. The window casings. Okay. The Ubim. And what are these Ubim, which is the beams? Ubim. Enu HaMerishot. That's the Merishot. And then what do you see over here? You call beams, you call them Merishot. Ashi. Ela Merishot. Alma. Batarachi. Even though it's Ubim. But we're still calling them what? Merishot. So therefore, a Merish is a Merish, wherever it is. So therefore, it's not Shinui Hashem. So I'll just review what we just did over here in this, in this last piece. The question was according to Nabi Yosef that says, Yehush is Enokone. Oh, but you see, not like that. The Ganab is able to make Mahshaba. Uh, Must be it's his. And it's relying on the Yehush of the owner. No, he made a Ma'aseh. No, we're talking about an that you don't need a Ma'aseh. There was a Hashem. Right, because it went from being a piece of leather or hide to a tablecloth. Beautiful. But you see that Shinui Hashem doesn't work. Because over here, a guy stole the Merish, and then it becomes a Metalela, and only because of Takarat Shavim we say it doesn't have to return it. Why do you got to come out to Takarat Shavim? Just say Shinui Hashem. Because beams are different. A beam is a beam is a beam. Like we see in Sefer, yeah, it's scared. Okay, but look at that now,